When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Well, let's put our golf where our mouths are. Now. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM. HD2. Well, the weekend is here. Jackson, what are you doing this weekend outside of banging on two at a time? Eh. Uh, playing golf this afternoon. Oh, we're, what private establishment are you playing today? Very much public courses. The Bridges at Columbia. Columbia, Illinois. And then, uh... Free Saturday. Kyle, my boy, sweet, sweet Kai's last weekend in St. Louis. So Saturday we'll probably hit the town, probably hit Seward. And it's off to Morgantown. And then, yeah, we'll have Charleston. And then um, Sunday, of course, is the Fan Page Club Championship. So really, it's going to be a good weekend. What time are you going to get there, Doug, as far as parking goes? I won't get there. I won't be there. Excuse me? Even Uh, with this hawk? I'm probably not going to make it as a spectator this year, no. (laughs) Yeah, media coverage. There'll be no media coverage. (laughs) They're checking press passes in the parking lot. <laughs> Clearing a lot of room for the satellite trucks, I hope. <laughs> right. Uh, no, as far as I know, there'll be no media coverage of this. Although, if someone takes out their phone and puts it on social media, I suppose that's some that's form of media coverage. Yeah. It won't be me, but it could be someone. Could have a lot of accidental hole-in-ones because of the wind. It's going to a different <laughs> hole. Mm. <laughs> Iggy almost did that once at uh, Glen Echo. He <laughs> hit a tree uh, about 10 feet in front of us, just square on, and it rolled back onto the green behind us. He almost aced it. Oh. Uh, that's right. I, I witnessed that. Uh, let's see what we got. I've gotten a lot of uh, anniversary slash birthday presents from Betts Jewelers. Dave and Craig are the best. It's some stubby applause. How oh, they that? absolutely are. Yeah. Look at that. Good, better, best, never let it rest. Tell you good is better, and your better is bets, jewelers. Think about that. Guys, is a Davenport in the plans for when they finally finish the studio? We have one at the end of our king-size bed. So many different ways they can be useful. That's from the Swinghaven board member. Mm. Did he just proposition us? Seemed like Well, it. we can only hope. We have room for a Davenport. Wouldn't that be great? We isn't do. It, isn't it just like an Ottoman? This studio now, the way it's decorated, would be perfect for going private. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. I think the shower curtain would go in that corner right there. If we get a, a special caller, yeah. we can excuse ourselves and go over there, close the curtain, <laughs> and have a little conversation. Well, like a, a little Dell laptop over mm-hmm. there. <laughs> and you can hear him, even hear the guy in the background <laughs> having a conversation while the show continues. Yeah. Hopefully there wouldn't be that much talking, just action. Hey, guys, how are the skins going to work if you're told to pick up before holing out? Uh, then you're going to have to hole out Yeah, you just, for skins. You, you now, just if you're in a spot where, you know, you got a double bogey and your playing partner or your opponent, I should say, is 
you know, told you to pick up, double bogey is not going to win a skin. Right. But if you have, and these are gross skins, these are not net skins. So I would tell you a bogey is not going to win the whole right. the skin. So You wouldn't think. It's a fair question. It'd be alarming. Maybe it should no. be. be great if it was birdie or better, but then I guess when you get into the, what is it, 15 handicap is the next bracket up. There might not be a whole lot of them, but still there will be some birdies there, 15 handicaps, yeah. like gross birdies. Absolutely. Thank you for clarifying. No problem. I take questions. I love now that the audience is emailing in questions, critiques, recommendations, suggestions. It was always there. Doug, yeah. it was always there. Sure. And now, and, and look what happened. You, you brought up the YouTube audio, and within, I think, within like a week or so of, of the email, I forwarded it to the management. Those are the people who can do something about it, even though I realize I, I have been described as... What do you call me, Doug? Omnipotent? Is that you're, what you And call you're me? very handy around electronics. <laughs> you do a lot of soldering. <laughs> I do a lot of soldering. I do a lot of soldering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it got taken care of. And then uh, people wanted the skeleton changed. And I sat and uh, BSed with Tommy a couple days ago. He goes, yeah, do whatever you want. Who cares? And I go, great. What does that mean for this? Because I'm automating. No, I understand. No, we're going to get, I'm getting together for lunch with Tommy and Marty next week. And then we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, putting it in place. So, yeah. I'm all for that. Again, it's, would be super easy for me. I would just have to edit a lot more best ofs. To kind of replace the 18 hours on the weekend. Well, Seamaster made a suggestion that I thought was a really good suggestion. We were DMing him a couple months ago. And he said, you know, we've got all those interviews from the Edmonds show, the show that I did with Edmonds in 2014. There's some great interviews in there that would be evergreen. Um, got my podcast interviews. Yep. Um, blue stuff from 2019. Blue stuff from 2019. I wonder what the Cardinal stuff from 2011 would be like. We played that once on uh, for a best of. But like a not like just like the one show, but you know a whole. I like the lead up to up. it. Yeah. Guess the show was it was around in 2006, but. I, Inside STL didn't own it until 2010, so I don't know if we have that audio. Producer Joe has some audio. So anyway. Why is he bogarting it? Yeah, he has, like, CDs. Does he really? He Can we even play a CD in here? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Burn Can it. You? Yeah, you really put it in, and then you take mm. the audio, and you save it as an MP3 file, yeah. Easy, right. easy. We have a place to put the CD in. Uh huh. In my, in my, the Horton, the Horton in Jackson Mark, slot. The Horton Watkins booth has exactly what you want, Doug, when you need it. KG No Town's in there right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll prorate the rent for that studio for KG since he's only been here half the show. Thank you. Good morning. I need some pointers on how to position the arch of my back and my brown eye when I'm bottoming. <laughs> Who are you looking for that advice from? That's from Mr. Fong, of the owner of the dildo shop. Oh. Position the arch of my back. You don't have to repeat it. Well, I'm trying to <laughs> figure out. Because it's all about angles, Doug. <laughs> Guys, just spitballing here. TMA all day would be a great place for the fake sports talk radio documentary. Some <laughs> <laughs> Larry Thornton. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, would be a perfect place for it, yeah, actually. It would. <laughs> just <laughs> let it go however long you want to go. I, I have to say, I remember Iggy telling me about that. And, and, you know, my first reaction was, well, I hope the guy doesn't call me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when somebody, for uh, I think for QFTA, said, have you been interviewed for the Rams 30 for 30? And I said... They're actually doing a 30 for 30 they, on really? ESPN? No way. And so, and, and I think the person said in the email that Randy Carricker was talking about how he had been interviewed for it. So I texted Randy. I said, 
They, is ESPN doing a 30 for 30 on the Rams relocation? I can't imagine they would do that because they're in bed with the NFL. That right. was my reasoning. And he goes, uh, he goes, it's not a 30 for 30, but Cool Fire is doing a documentary on it. And Cool Fire is a local production house. And then my first reaction was, well, I hope they don't interview me. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. Right. It's ironic as media, we're, we're constantly badgering people for interviews. And then when the media wants to interview us, we're like, no, I'm not <laughs> home. <laughs> no, didn't get your call. Sorry. I just don't want to really do anything. That's, that's what it comes down to. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, Manute Bologible sending in pictures of Davenport. Stuff. Yeah, that was helpful because I, I, yeah. I thought it was just like an ottoman. But it's like a love seat. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. It's a small couch. You get- so, and that's the primary spot for cuckold victims? That's where you're supposed to sit, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, for me, I'm a potted plant guy. Mm. You like to crouch behind it? I just don't mind putting a potted plant, you know, a big ficus, maybe I, right ficus. by... A ficus? A, yeah. You like a ficus, Doug? <laughs> I don't mind one. <laughs> right by a recliner. You know, I don't mind you getting comfortable. I don't think a Davenport, maybe in the 20s, was maybe more comfortable. It, it's not suited for people It's nowadays. old school cucking. Yeah. yeah. Do you have house plants, Posse? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh yeah, we got a yeah, we got a summer cactus. We got a couple um, mm. succulents. Okay, we got some succulents. We got lettuce, basil, and lavender. You got mm. garden going jalapenos on. outside, mm. strawberries outside. But the ficus is still what you prefer for. Yeah, cuffing. yeah, we don't have the ficus <laughs> yet. That's uh, we're saving up for that. Crouching, plowsy, hidden cuckold. Two thousand one. <laughs> I fell asleep during that film. Plaza I did Frontenac. not like it. So good. Uh, you, and you thought it was so good, of course. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? I didn't like it when I watched it. I didn't see it. It sounds just horrendous. Why? Well, listen to the title. (laughs) It's a great movie. I'd much rather see Crouching, Plowsy, Hidden Cuckold. Well, so would I. I'll tell you what, that would be a low-budget film with high (laughs) ceiling. It's Ang Lee, baby. (laughs) Tim is cool fire for (laughs) quote-unquote Philip Works, the guy who is making Iggy's St. Louis Sports Talk radio documentary where we're enamored about where he was on September 11th. That's from Wolf Boy. Is that what Iggy talked about? Who's Philip? I don't know. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> I don't know any I don't feel like I just read a Mad Libs. <laughs> Steve Sparky Ficus. Thanks. That's <laughs> oh. from retired Air Marshal. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Uh, um, you, you couldn't make a, a documentary about where people in St. Louis were for 9-11. We are all watching TV, just like everyone else. Apparently, might be Philip something you take to Iggy. New York. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, unquote, Philip is what Wolf Boy called them. And it's Cool Fire? He works at Cool Fire? So Cool Fire's doing that documentary, too? I don't know. <laughs> what I said about it, when Randy said it wasn't ESPN doing it, I said, I said, so who have they interviewed? Like, did they get Kroenke, and did they get Demoff, and did they get Goodell? And he goes, no, they just interviewed, like, the St. Louis side of it. And I go, well, then it's, you yeah, know, yeah. that's not, that's, ESPN's never going to run that. Yeah. Right. You need to get Goodell and Jones I'm sure those guys Kroenke. would never talk. Hell no. Exactly. They yeah. peeled off the check. Mm-hmm. He's a multiplied the value of his franchise. They've got L.A. They're good. It's mm-hmm. over. They're not going to talk. No, only That's why I was stunned talk. when the guy sent the email, and that's right. why I checked yeah. with Randy. Yeah. Can you imagine Kroenke's reaction to the phone call or his assistant? <laughs> hey, would you mind doing a 30-30 interview? How'd you screw the entire city of St. Louis? Just, yeah, just certainly. Take, just Tuesday take two or three, three hours of your time. Frank, Tuesday work? How are you mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. We're going to make you look terrible. I'll bury you. Put you on blast. Uh, I remember the interview with Bob Costas from the show you did with Edmonds. It was one of the best interviews I've ever heard. I remember sitting in my car outside my house so I wouldn't miss anything. That's from the cousin of Moo Man. I don't really I – rem- the one thing I remember asking about there, and I, was, I probably was putting Costas in a, a weird spot, but 
I said, I know you're a big, you know, baseball history guy. And I said, I'm curious. And this is before Edmonds was on the Hall of Fame ballot. I said, I'm curious how you view Edmonds, my co-host. And I know this is awkward because he's sitting here as far as he... And, uh, and he did say that he thought he would be in the Hall of Fame. That, I, don't, I don't think he, like, lavished praise on him, but he did think he... I still think Edmonds is going to wind up in the Hall of Fame. I really do. I, I, matter of fact, I wish I could bet it. I'm that confident yeah. that he will. Well, if you put Yachty in there, you got to put Edmonds in there for the same thing. I think Yachty's so. in there for the best defensive catcher of all time, and Edmonds has got to be statistically up in the top three of center fielder defensive percentage. Right. I don't know the defensive metric that they use anymore, but he has got to be hands down eye test. Him and Andrew Jones are mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, I think Andrew Jones will probably wind up getting in as well. Yeah, he should. Uh, guys, it's an old segment that plays on TMA all day right after the Sinbad interview every oh, other day. Sinbad's it's from still Wolf on? Boy. So this, there's a segment where Iggy talks about his meeting with this Philip guy. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and we play it on TMA all day. 100%. Look. Nice. When you call it the best ofs, we got to put that in quotation marks. Right. Quotation. When we're really having five, just... 600 episodes, right. not a lot of them are. Best. It's uh, whatever you but could good content. Yeah. Whatever, we, whatever we got. <laughs> I wouldn't say whatever we got. I wouldn't go that far. But it, you're not going to. There's a lot of little nuggets. Like yeah. the Welling, what I just cut was Wellington talking about the first time uh, him and Cassie messaged and got blocked by Bumble. That was a great segment. Oh, sure it was. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was our best segment no, we've ever done. No. <laughs> Solid. Well, yeah. Had every right to be up there. It pointed today. As it should. Oh, my God. Uh, somebody's not happy in the uh, YouTube chat. Better let retired Air Marshal know that nipple rings is all it takes to get on the air. That's from Flight Risk. So Flight Risk is not happy that who has nipple rings that gets on the air? We Hanselman? Would put, Andy Hanselman. He's got, the, he's got, he got on the air by we that would, logic. We would put anyone on the air who said they had nipple rings, wouldn't we? 100%. Put that off. I don't yes. like to judge a guy by one text, but I just have a feeling... Flight risk. This guy's a little bit of a salty character. Got no. we didn't take a call or just dragged him on a phone <laughs> several so. years prior, and no. he hasn't gotten over. We have a no. very small list of people who call in. Actually, like it's not like mm-hmm. they call in plenty, and there's that list. When I say small, ours like, is the type of program where friends text in mm-hmm. over calling, but it's sure. a younger audience. Now Jackson and I played some mic drops yesterday from non Stephen Wildwood, and the TMA audience who switches over to Balloon Party at ten. They sent in TMA kind of texts in response to what were clearly non-TMA listeners leaving the mic drops, and they were so brutal and cutting that I think mm. if I'd have read them, we would have been terminated on the spot. Oh, no. Right. Well, there I, were a lot of mispronunciations of polysyllabic words. <laughs> well, he started off the mic drop by saying, what in the hell are they doing with Jordan Walker? Pardon my French. <laughs> <laughs> and that got us off to a rip-roaring start. Pardon my friend. Me and Tim both heard that and go, yeah, it's going on the air immediately. Play that one. And then he said, laxidaisicals. <laughs> mm. It was great. And the TMA listeners yep. immediately yep. were, and I'm like, eh. I can't, I can't, I can't explain the right. go jump off the Stan Musial bridge here over on 101. Drink, thing drink to, a bleach teeny. I saw some comment on social media this morning said, Arenado's got to go. Okay. <laughs> no but, way. Yeah. No, people. Are, yeah, he's in a slump, so I mean, you got to get rid I of him at this s- point. Send him back to Colorado. <laughs> mm-hmm. And have to get our, pay the money to get him back. For sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. I thought the Jordan Walker thing was ridiculous. We don't get that many calls because there's not that many guys that have the nipple rings. <laughs> not enough. Oh, and no. as I understand it, you have to you have to indicate 
we, it's word of mouth. It's just, you know, the honor system. Jackson takes the call. But you have to tell you that you do indeed have the nipple rings. Yeah, it doesn't have to be necessarily rings. Like, it can just be, like, a nipple ring. Oh, your singular one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if you were to get yours pierced, Doug, which one would you go? That's a good question. Probably the left side because I don't feel anything on the left side of my body. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Great answer. (laughs) If I got jabbed there, I wouldn't feel it. I would go left just so I could get more weight on my front foot in the golf swing. Oh, really? Nice answer as well. Yeah. 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 So it's left around the board. All right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It just seems I right. Love, I love nipple rings on a girl. Oh, do you? It makes them so sensitive, though. I bet I could imagine that being... Uh, pretty difficult to have every day. But the idea That's is... That's why Abigail Mack got her pulled. They got infected. Ooh. Oh, that'd yeah. be hot. So it's more about the sporting nature of the female because they got it done. I guess. So. I don't know why I really like it, but mm. I know I do. You feel the same way about a nose piercing? No. I kind mm. of feel like that's kind of gotten into, like, sorority girl world. The Monroe, the Monroe looks like a pimp. It has. Am I right? Yeah, yeah but it's not, like the, it's not like the bull ring, like Alvin Kamara. It's like... Uh, like your fake sporting and the next thing you know no i don't want to flip over oh no that kind of thing the stocks the socks stay on um yeah and socks aren't sexy of course it's like up here it's not like in the septum it's up like here very popular remember when andrew cuomo got photographed with a tight golf shirt you can see his nipple (laughs) ring ring. what did that i don't care who says it wasn't it's hot (laughs) i'm gonna pull that picture up 60 year old guy with Nipple rings and a tight golf shirt. Yikes. God, can you imagine at 60 still rocking them? Like, I'm, I get mm. it if you get them in your mid 20s, early 30s, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of a thing. Yeah. You take those out once you become like Unless a Unless he's grandpa. got multiple nipples. Think? That's a nipple ring. You're not kink shaming in there, are you? Yes. <laughs> no, I definitely I kink shaming. I think there's some decorum to be said about a 60 year old with. At some point, you reach an age where you say, I, I'm not in my 20s anymore, and I, I'm going to have to start acting like it. I'm Can sorry. you imagine the 60-year-old taking out the nipple ring for the last time, <laughs> setting it in like a shadow box? Yeah. and just? I always think of uh, Tony LaRusso wearing those Southside City Connect uniforms for the White Sox. We <laughs> oh. talk about old guys needing to act their age with that oh, ridiculous yeah. uniform on. Yeah. I have nipple rings, Doug. Can you milk me? Thanks. No. That's from Mr. Big Cream. I don't think you have to dress old. But you can't try to look like a teenager either. Well, nipple rings would nipple be... Nipple rings are not <laughs> acting like a teenager. What's the cutoff age for a gentleman sporting nipple rings? I'd say I'd, somewhere in the 30s. <laughs> wrong. 20s? 20s? No, I'd not say wrong. by 45. 50, gotta, 50 no, or 55. No. Uh-uh. Oh, Middle-aged okay. men with nipple rings? I don't think so. But like, what if you're going on like a trip... Know. To like Key West. No. And you, you, and what you, statement are you trying to make? <laughs> well, you're trying to like, you know, you're trying to express your personality. You don't want to get tattoos. Maybe you can't grow <laughs> facial hair. You just want to express yourself a little bit. So what you are you get expressing? I I'm a tool? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cute and right, I'm I open for cute. business. Yep. Uh, that's what it says? I'm open for business? <laughs> Guess we could, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I think I just think it, it's both hot and naughty. It's not hot nor naughty. Morning, guys. When my grandfather died, he left me his nipple rings in the will. I cry every time I put them in. Oh, it's from Big Top. 
Oh, what a scene. I would absolutely love to see. Maybe like you're at a club and two 60-year-olds are like trading nipple rings. Like it's oh, like a jersey dude. swap and like they put them in each other. Well, I imagine at the at the lawyer's office when, you're, when your grandfather dies and he gives you in the will, he left the nipple rings and the lawyer slides those across the <laughs> desk. Guys, I hooked up with a 57-year-old woman in Jacksonville. Not bad for a grandmother. And she had them nippy rings, saggy and fun. That's from Flocky oh. the Smurf. You believe that, Doug? Gosh. No, I don't believe any of our listeners ever hook up with any women, regardless of age. Guys, Malcolm Briggs had nipple rings. He talks about him in that sports talk documentary. Does he really? <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Larry Thornton. Sexually promiscuous sports talk radio in St. Louis. Now it's starting that's, to make sense. That's why Iggy was interviewed. That's why we didn't get called. Yeah. What Cardinal is the most likely to have nipple rings? Oh, and I think wow. it's Alec Burleson. Burleson. <laughs> Probably why you he's think in. think it's <laughs> I like... Um... Contreras. Oh, that's a good one. I think yeah, Donna. That actually might be live. Yeah. Guys, yeah. I went to a nipple rings removal ceremony for a coworker. His name's Greg, and it was a 65th birthday. Thanks, that's Dave Cauliflower. Mm. So this is more common than we thought. You should be required by law to take them out at a certain age. Does there have to be a ceremony? <laughs> well, just to make sure you're getting them out. Yeah. I think it's hot. So you are pro nipple rings? Yeah. Have you run into them? No. Mm-hmm. I've, I know there's girls who have them. Like, it's evident that they have them. Really? Yeah. Really? And I'm like the, like uh, Andrew Cuomo. Very similar, except less hot. But, um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, it's I've noticed it, but I've never run into it. I've said before, I feel like several times, there, there was a girl who went out. Every time she would go out to the bars in Columbia, she had a butt plug in. Oh, that's the greatest thing these ears have ever heard. Yeah. You, you couldn't time. see it, could you? No, no. But so I've how had, do you know it was in there? I had two buddies. I had two buddies who slept with her, and uh, she confirmed to both of them. So what would then happen when they would begin the process of fornication? It's day in. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't it fall out as you walk or bend over? Or Doug, would it sound like this? Don't make that noise again. <laughs> or a whistling sound, like when the hawk is up and your windows aren't fully closed. Like a... <laughs> well, maybe in a couple, maybe 20 years, that if would be you hear that, but... that is like, that's Yeah, a gape season. Right. Mm-hmm. But Adriana no, she... Chechik. I always, but I wanted one of my friends yeah, to ask her what the cleaning process is. Uh-huh. You dishwasher? If it's glass. So was she like an anal princess? Was that, like, her thing? Uh, I mean, I assume so. I don't know if e- either went that direction. Um, I just 48 think, hours? Yeah. They, they learned from the best. Um, I don't know. But I know that I do, I can confirm that she did wear a butt plug. Took Every time she went. She confirm it. Like, you, test, you would testify to that in court. Well, I don't know if you went to journalism Definitely school, Doug. We were supposed to get two sources, yep. and I got sure. two. Okay. Two sources. That is so hot. Yeah. I, I, th- I always thought that was interesting. It's like a pitcher always Can we get her on and ask arm. why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah always yeah. being ready. Forever loose. <laughs> Especially if she's not, like, into the, the, the deal. Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? that, that's what I guess would confuse me, too. I she's bet she is. She's got to be into it. Yeah, she would have to be. Otherwise, that's why so wear the great. butt plug? Mm. Maybe she had multiple. Like, you know, like a... I was born 10 years too early, I'm telling you. <laughs> the, the sporting, on the, the graph, the sporting graph, it just, like, skyrocketed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You have no idea what you have. You're probably right, yeah. It's, it's, but that is uh, it's certainly a benefit of, of being... Girls wearing butt plugs out. How is right. that much of a benefit? <laughs> it, isn't it any benefit at all to It's, you? like, noteworthy. It's just, like, it's, like, just so interesting, you know? And you're kind of... You, you also, think that's what she wants to be known for? And you just soak <laughs> it all in. If she didn't want to be known for it, she wouldn't do it. 
you know, and then I tell guess. people. I guess she it, tells people at the bar. Well, I don't know. I don't, I'm wearing my butt plug. Oh. It's like she whispers in your ear. I'm wearing a butt plug. Oh, yeah, me too. Watch out! Here comes um, butt plug Betty. No. <laughs> but I think it's just I, I don't know if she necessarily told people, but it certainly came up when they went back to her place and it eventually got removed. So then that means that it was she was ready to go then. One would think, yeah. Who did this? Sweet, sweet Kai? Can we no, get him to text no, in? No. Sweet, sweet Kai's been in a relationship throughout college. No, Private citizen Pete? No, also a relationship. So this, is, this is in college, not high school, correct? Oatmeal got This her. is college. This is college. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then high school. Frog dad had her. Mm. No. Frog Hers? dad. It no. was frog dad. It wasn't frog dad. It's someone I've never mentioned on the show. You said two people. Now you're covering. Can we have initials, please? No. It's no. not Tommy Sabolka, I know that, because VIP is your mm. one-stop shop for all your graphic and commercial vehicle upfitting needs. They can do vehicle wraps, wide-format printing, such as banners, storefront signage, well, walls. Maybe they do wells as well. Walls, floors, etc. Anything with graphics, Tommy and VIP can do. VIP gets your fleet vehicles from dealership to street ready, fast, and personalized for your company's needs. They know that every day your vehicle is not street ready, is lost revenue. Fleet vehicles, signage, graphics, and design. VIP does it all in-house for your visit uh, business. They're all local since 1979. Tommy wants you to call him directly, or you can email him directly. And you'll be speaking with the owner, 314-428-3900, or email him, tommy.cibulka at VIP Auto Accessories. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling in Miller Day. I'm looking for a date for Valentine's in Bayless. Oh, Bayless is not an area, it's a high school. <laughs> in Valentine's is a, is a bit off. <laughs> yeah. 76-year-old Caucasian man here. You should be between 27 and 49, but not 34. If you're 34, you can't be my Valentine's date. You must have a desire for older men, but you can't act like it. You must act like you don't like old men, but you need to secretly fantasize about older men, but keep your desire to yourself. The night before our date, which will be February 13th, you need to lay awake, unable to shake the thought of an old man from your mind, but only because you're acting like you're disgusted with yourself, oh. not because you're secretly excited about our date in Bayless. Oh, a lot of women like a gentleman with an enlarged prostate. In Bayless. On our dates, we'll have to play skee-ball. You need to let me win, but act like you're not trying to let me win. And after the game, you have to say something like, wow, that was some good balling, or you ski pretty good. I didn't have a chance, but you have to really mean it. If you don't, I will know you won't get to continue my date, and you will need to go home. After the date, you need to walk me to my door and hold my hand. You need to interlock your fingers with mine, too, and say, Boy, I had fun, or Valentine's dates, right? You can't come into my apartment because it's in Melville, and I don't like people to see my shoebox collection. This is an equal opportunity date in Bayless. All are welcome, but you have to be serious. That's from John. It's the greatest email. He comes once a quarter. John. And he brings just fabulous emails like that one. He actually lives in Bayless, but he's afraid, <laughs> which there is no such area. And he's afraid people will think he's in Melville. That's correct. And he doesn't like people to see a shoebox collection. Okay. Goat. 
This song was hard to follow. <laughs> I really appreciate that you guys have spent the past few weeks discussing the Fan Page Club Championship every hour on the hour, like a local news station reporting on the traffic and weather. However, I do have some questions about a few rules. Are the players still allowed to pull, hook a tee shot out of bounds, then drive their golf cart 50 yards past that spot where the ball entered the tall grass, drop another ball in bounds while no one is looking, and claim that their ball must have gotten lucky and bounced out, just like last year? Mm. Yeah, I was on the receiving end of that. Uh, and what about this confusing rule? Can someone enter the tournament as a 21 handicap and proceed to shoot the, quote, best round of their life? Or does that trick only work if you're a sponsor? <laughs> yeah. I'll take anything from the sponsor. I'm looking at you, Milty. Oh. Also, is it optional or is it actually mandatory to get hammered drunk on red wine and aggressively dry hump your playing partner from behind every time someone in your foursome makes a birdie? And what's the restroom situation? I know Gateway has actual bathrooms, but should I piss directly into my crusty girdle <laughs> like a diaper and just let oh. that bad boy air dry as oh. I keep wearing it for the rest of the round? Or should I pull up near a porta potty but still pee on the grass outside of it? I assume both options are acceptable. Furthermore, I realize that nobody knows match play like Tim, but this no. question is for Jackson. Ooh. If someone is about to win their match on Sunday, should they three-putt from 15 <laughs> feet away and totally ruin their chances of winning, or is that just something you do so your boss won't get mad at you? <laughs> also, what's the dress code at Gateway? <laughs> With the exception of the one cortisone-fueled elderly man dressed head-to-toe in oversized nautica gear, <laughs> most of your grit guy listeners' wardrobes consist of denim jean shorts and faded David Eckstein t-shirts. So that might be an issue. Additionally, what happens if I shank my shot because my competitor's insulin pump or diabetes monitor starts beeping in my backswing? Can I get a do-over? Finally, if I record a few videos of the golf action on my phone, does Hubbard Company policy require me to secretly hide that footage for at least seven months before releasing it to the public? Those are all my questions, but I'd like to suggest an additional rule for next year's tournament. I propose that every competitor in the field should be required to provide proof that they haven't made any dumbass posts on the fan page in the past year. Did you go to the social media website of a mildly popular morning talk show that was recorded in St. Louis's most remote underground bomb <laughs> shelter and asked strangers for restaurant recommendations in Jupiter, Florida? If so, you are not allowed to play. In fact, if you ask the fan page for any sort of advice, instead of simply typing your question into Google like a normal person, you're automatically disqualified. I don't care if you're a past champion or not. If you posted a picture of an empty toilet paper holder <laughs> with more blood splattered on, what's that? on the walls than a double homicide crime scene you gotta go man and if you even thought about the words rob show or bourbon raffle you should be kicked off facebook forever i'm also assuming that all problems no matter how big or small are direct result of woeful neglect on tim's part and therefore anyone with even a minor complaint should send him a whiny email right about the time he's trying to put his kids to bed on sunday night Here's a PSA for all the hot-headed walrus people in attendance. Oh. Even though the $2,500 prize is more money than your disgruntled wife's annual salary from Rodan and Fields, wow. please remember to have fun, chill out, and drink a Budweiser in memory of Jay Jr. Obviously, I could have posted this message on the fan page, but most of the competitors wouldn't have seen it because they aren't even members of the TMA fan page to begin with. Mm -mm. Thanks, JV Golf Coach. Oh. God, that was long. It sure Ooh. was. Well, <laughs> he wanted to win it. He's tied for the lead, and, and as we found out, Dragon Slayer's not riding in today. And finally, Happy Arbor Day. Ours is the type of presentation when the board op feels free to retweet 30-year-old SNL sketches and NBA upskirt videos at any time <laughs> while we're on the air. <laughs> 
Hey, remember when that try-hard caller who wanted to throw a Hail Mary for Lister of the Month complained that nobody was answering the phone and Plowsy went into his Cartman voice mocking the Listers? That was awesome. So, um, yeah, I guess we're done ranking the NBA coaches by hotness. Who would you rather bang, Tom Thibodeau or Greg Popovich? Thanks. When I turned into YouTube feed this morning, I couldn't help but think of the 1999 film Office Space with the manager, Bill Lumberg, kept asking Milton Waddams? Waddams? I didn't know he had a last name. To move his desk. Initially, Milton had a huge view, a window view, and he could watch the squirrels, and they were married. As the film progressed, Lundberg had Milton move his desk to increasingly isolated and claustrophobic locations, eventually winding up in a storage locker in the basement. In the book, it played out differently. Hi, Milton, what's happening? We're going to need you to go ahead and relocate into the porta potty. So if you could just get yourself a tarp and climb down there, that would be great. Thanks. That's from Buck Swope. And that's what oh, we have. Buck Buck there. He didn't go email it. What you got? Nice little email. Uh, I'm going to go with John. I'm also going with John. John, and that means we have a sudden death playoff on Monday between a JV golf coach and a Dragon Slayer. And it's 10 o'clock, which means we're on the air on 101. Oh, what time is John Denton on? 10.15. 10.15. All right, that's coming up on 101 ESPN. Uh, J- Jackson, I got to go. Bye.